everybody it is rings and rambles on a monday on demand wherever you are live get in the comments hit the like button wherever you're watching yes the likes they are not limited it's just a free button that you hit that means so much more to billionaires that own the platforms that we're on that we feed with content that they don't exactly pay us for uh i'm here i'm kevin Callum, along with nick over on the west coast uh and down there also in the central time zone is emily uh so emily may uh, all, all all around the world uh feel beautiful i'm putting red hot chili peppers now uh emily you've been uh, on the beat you were at royal rumble wrestlemanias you, you're working you're working the circuit for the independence you're busy i know you got to take about wwe elimination chamber we'll get to that did you did you catch all the show did you wake up at 5 a.m I, 4 a.m wasn't it woke up and fell asleep not <laughs> the programming just because it was early for us and then so i woke up at like 8 30 and then was like let's catch it um so no fault of the programming just i my energy little things and coffee did not work because so i was catching up on a lot <laughs> uh, i'm asking uh, for everyone joining us live in the chat did you wake up for specifically fans of the united states did you guys wake up for i know uh we work with a lot of people in india and they loved having a 3 30 in the afternoon uh pay-per-view uh, that was, I was so happy I for all of my friends around the world that could have like a normal time to watch the show because i think what Oh, it's doing weird. Things. I know, I know. This is popping us up, but I want to make sure it's. Uh, so we got to get well, comments and stuff in the screen. It's as nice. Well. Is yeah. Like now, we we got a little in the United States. We got a little taste of uh, that cross uh, time zone, uh, you know, viewing. Uh, this was uh, quite the spectacle of the show, Nick. Uh, big fifty thousand seat crowd. Uh, had a lot of promos and plugs and different things. And WWE does a foreign show; they tend to do that. Uh, you're seeing money from these tourism boards that bring these events in. Uh, I learned a lot about the Western Australian Tourism Board uh, over the course of this show, and they spent a lot of money to bring this show to uh, a part of Australia that I learned does not get a lot of live entertainment. Right. Uh, that, that's international. So uh, this was an interesting show. What did you think of it? Was was it a did it deliver for you? A lot of hype. We'll get into the specifics, but I thought this was a pretty strong show. Not great. I thought Royal Rumble made me more excited about WrestleMania, but this kind of like tied up whatever loose ends we were waiting on. Yeah, you know, um, wasn't my favorite PLE so far, but because um, Royal Rumble was spectacular to me, but mm -hmm. I thought it delivered. Um, I thought the women's chamber match was my favorite of the night between the, the men and the women's. And, um, you know, I just, I thought overall it delivered for the PLE being in Australia for the first time, whatever. So, um, about it was six years, about six, six years. years. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, they, uh, they did well, I think having Rhea Ripley and the night mm -hmm. was perfect, you know? So, uh, overall, I liked it. I stayed up for the whole thing out here on the West Coast. It started at 2 a.m. for me, so not as bad for it as it did was. Did you, you stay guys. up all night then? How I stayed up it? all night. You know, I'm a I'm a night owl. I, I work night okay. shift actually. Okay, so, yeah, so it's a little bit <laughs> easier easy. for you. Yeah, but but I thought they did well. I thought that it was overall a good elimination chamber. I, I've in the past liked some a little bit more, but you know, this one it was still good. It was still good to me. Yeah. Two elimination chambers uh, on this show. Uh, of course, Rhea Ripley decisively victor victorious uh, over Nia Jax. Uh, but I, I see this comment here coming out of the show. 
in Australia with Johan, who's a big supporter of the show. Thank you so much, Johan. He goes, great wrestling show, but nothing really shocking happened. Very predictable. I've said this for a while. I don't think predictable, whether or not something's predictable, is determinant of whether or not it's a good show. Because you can deliver on something being predictable. We knew Hulk Hogan was going to be Andre the Giant. But it was still a spectacle, and it delivered. It, uh, I think we knew Stone Cold Steve Austin was going to beat Shawn Michaels for the title at a WrestleMania. There's been many big matches that were predictable, but still made you happy. You wanted yeah. to see the thing you anticipated happening, uh, and I think there was a fair amount of that on this show. And there was a lot of spectacle with that chamber, which apparently uh, dealt with pirates getting to Australia. Yeah, the pirates tried to tried to keep the the chamber. I'm the chamber away. captain now. Yeah. Yeah, that's all I can keep seeing people do. Uh, they were going to turn their ship into a giant chamber. Um, so <laughs> well, Kevin, the, the actual chamber is floating somewhere in the Pacific Yeah, exactly. Ocean. What we saw was not the real chamber. It was uh, already uh, taken by pirates. Um, so, Kevin, to that point, that was – so I loved Elimination Chamber. I think it's one of those, those pay-per-views that they've built up a lot of – like mm-hmm. you said, spectacle around, and it's not mm-hmm. going to be a Royal Rumble. It's not going to be a WrestleMania. It's still there to just help build to those stories, to give fans a little bit of closure heading into WrestleMania. So when I heard lots of fans somewhat unhappy about, oh, well, we knew this person was going to win, and we knew, like, you never really know. You really never know what's going to happen. And so even though there was some results where it's like, okay, those, that, that was most likely going to be the direction that it's going to go. Like you said, Kevin, it doesn't mean it was bad. It mm-hmm. was spectacle. It was entertaining. And that's what we're yeah. here for. That's what we're here to watch. And so I thoroughly enjoyed it. You know, even though we're like, well, we most likely know what these WrestleMania matches are going to be. It's still, we had the WrestleMania kickoff event, which I think set the seed for having an amazing show in Perth. It showed like mm-hmm. the Australian culture with the, the there was the koala bears. Um, yeah, all yeah. the WWE superstars were holding. We got to see, you know, it, what the whole country was about, what this beautiful place was. And they, Rhea Ripley hadn't been home in seven years. So and had a big match like this. So I think it was a really amazing. So and they treat they treat her like a massive star. Or not a huge reaction. Uh, a massive one. And and I thought it would be tough to put a singles match on after that elimination chamber. Enough with the video packages. You had some buffering and stuff like that. Uh, and the chamber is a spectacle of itself. That's the attraction, right? And then you have performers within it. Uh, so you had the men's chamber match. Drew McIntyre winning through some nefarious deeds. Now, Nick, I know you didn't exactly love the finish of that. Drew McIntyre now locked in to face Seth Rollins for the WWE World Heavyweight Championship during WrestleMania weekend. But you didn't like that finish. You and I were talking no. about the show yeah uh you know i just thought it made look look drew he he looked a little weak after that you know i thought that i'm happy for drew i'm happy that he won Mm -hmm. but he already earlier on in the match had picked up a pinfall from aj styles coming in Mm -hmm. attacking la Knight. he got a pinfall by that you know a little cheap one there and then they ended the match with logan paul coming back in punching randy orton in the face with the brass knuckles drew just puts his arm over him and that's the one two three i think that they could have done a little bit better job at the end there just make drew look a little stronger because he's a good wrestler you know he's paid his dues i do think he deserves to be in the match at wrestlemania but to win that way after he already picked up one cheap pinball pinfall early early on in the match to end it that way too I don't know. I just didn't like that. But over, the, the match was still very entertaining. Emily, hop in here. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I think with 
I feel like we've we've seen Drew kind of take a have a journey this year, right? And yeah. I feel like he's in this really amazing streak. And so, yeah, Nick, I I kind of agree in the sense that you're that it might not have been as strong of an ending to to that match, but I feel like Drew is on this tear right now, and it oh, set yeah. him up for success later on. So I think it still kind of did the job that it needed to do. Uh, shout out to people that are watching from Austria. That's really awesome. Austria, uh, shout out to Bob Skelton watching Evansville, Indiana. So we're all over the map here. Uh, Want to get to this? What? What's Bob asked? What's the deal with AJ and LA Knight? Is this a setup for WrestleMania? I think so. Much okay. like the Royal Rumble, where you have these big multi-man matches, you can kind of do these like spark angles, and they've been teasing AJ and LA for quite some time. Uh, good, good way to get a uh, AJ Styles in there because AJ did not feel like he had a major presence in this match. You know, he's been in he's been in Elimination Chamber matches before. He's been back in WWE for a few months now. He does not feel as big a player as he was beforehand. Uh, but they're certainly making him feel more serious, more resentful of his standing. Almost like he's mad about where he stands on the card in general. Um, Emily, what did you think of that? They're, they're, they're setting some other matches up here. We're building out the card here for WrestleMania beyond just the top of it here. Because it's two days. You got a lot of stuff to fill on two different show, shows. Yeah, I mean, I think that's why Elimination Chamber is here, right? We're setting up, um, you know, we can talk about Cody Rose and The Rock and all of, like, the big players, right? Uh, Rollins. Um, and we have to think about what those other matches are that could set up these superstars in the future. Like, I think Stiff, like, we, I know we haven't talked about spoken about the women's chamber mm -hmm. match but i think tiffany stratton that like i know i saw people talking about it in the chat already but like she this was a moment for her to set up her star power in the future so you know she got in her stuff and so really this is moments for those people to get those moments in star making performance by tiffany like oh, yeah. star making performance this is somebody who came from the gymnastics world so obviously you, you have an athletic background Looks like a million bucks. She's a gorgeous woman. All right. She's very striking. Passes the, uh, you know, this, you've heard this both, the airport test that, that you would see her. And if you didn't know she was a wrestler, you'd be like, that person works in entertainment. There's no way that person isn't on camera somewhere. Right. And so she has that already. And to have that, there's so many people who've had that to start their career and maybe don't push it to another level. And then some people have. She reminds me a lot of Trish Stratus where Trish came into the business as a model who had some speaking ability and can certainly project a personality, but now you're really starting to see it all come together in the ring. That gymnastics background on display. She oh, yeah. got to take some real punishment in this match. She got to do that moonsault where she really cut the, she really cut the angle when she was coming down. I was like, turn, 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 turn. And so uh, I, I really loved it. The women's elimination chamber match. Uh, this, this happened last year, I believe. Uh, and, and with the Royal Rumble this year, a lot better than the men's. Oh, yeah. I'm just saying in terms of like in the ring, bell to bell uh, performances, I thought the stories were a lot more defined and neatly wrapped up in the women's match. Tiffany got a great showcase. She, uh, good on good on Naomi for doing good business by her and taking a pin and making somebody look strong, even though Tiffany's not the person to win it. Becky yeah. Lynch and Liv, I thought, had a great little sequence there at the end to make it seem like it could go either way, even though you knew it was Becky match to win. Uh, and it definitely felt like a foregone conclusion. I know they were already teasing it. They already do it. They were already teasing it in Las Vegas, right? Uh, so, I, I, but I also thought they did enough in that match to make you forget the outcome. 
And when they got to the outcome, you're like, okay, cool. Um, I didn't matter. I had a good ride, right? Yeah. And that's yeah. kind of the whole, like, that's why I think the predictable thing is stupid. Some people but, agree with me, with me in the chat, though, that the women's match was better. Yeah, I, but Kevin, to your point about, uh, I, I wanted to give a shout out not only to, to like, Liv Morgan as well. So Liv Morgan, you know, returning and really, like, trying to get back into this and, and, and at a time where it's like, full blown we're on the road to wrestlemania so like big props to her for like hard having, time to come back it's hard a hard time, time to, to come uh, yeah. back like no lie like it's, yeah. it's the, the hardest time to come back is her, her and aj kind of have like the same type of deal going on right now yeah like you, know? you can't you, you can't get injured like cm punk like you don't want to like make take major risks mm -hmm. but you also have to take risks at the same time and so and also uh to the point of Tiffany Stratton kind of being the newbie in mm -hmm. the Elimination Chamber match, the fact that Becky Lynch, Naomi, that she could be on the same level as them and right. they could support each other, I think that's a testament to what Tiffany is is capable of. Not only what we just saw, but like where we're going to see her go in the future. Yeah, I, I agree. Get I mean, in I, here. get in here, Nick. Go ahead. I, I think that she, you know, she's ready. She's built for this moment before she even got into the ring and started competing that aussie crowd was chanting you know we want to, they were chanting her name they wanted yeah tiffy time and and she came in and she delivered she's ready she's ready for the big time moment she's built for this so it was it was uh, cool to see that a lot of people commenting i want to shout out to everyone who's joining us here i don't want to I, I would normally throw your comment up on screen but it'll like throw the whole screen up here <laughs> a shout out to mike watching in nigeria love that brandon Klinger saying tiffany stratton is winning the women's money in the bank this year for sure Ooh. julian saying cm punk will Kill Drew's chances of winning at WrestleMania 40. CM Punk, even if he's not healed up, he can get in there and cost somebody a match. I think he can physically do that. I would not, I would not. Punk's doing something at WrestleMania. You're not yeah. gonna have WrestleMania and he's not there. Uh, so that's that's a crazy one here. Uh, uh Johan here with a question while we're talking about Tiffany Stratton, her having to start making performance. Oh, yeah, by the way, Becky Lynch won the match, by the way. We haven't even got it. <laughs> yes, yeah. Uh, uh, but uh, I want to I want to feel this one to you. Uh this one to you, Emily. Uh, what do you want to see Tiffany do at WrestleMania? How do you get her into the show? Because there's going to be matches where you got to get multiple people in the car. I think she's going to be in one of those matches. I mean, I I think there's no doubt that uh, that she would be in some type of match or some type of segment. Like they have to find a place for her. I think they're trying to figure that out. Um, mm -hmm. You know, I would actually love to see some more of um, potentially some of the other like NXT call ups potentially have a moment with her. Like, I, I think there's some p potential possibilities there. Mm -hmm. uh, overall, I think, you know, like I said, I don't think predictability is bad. I thought this was a good show. It felt like a spectacle. Anytime you see WWE in front of a massive crowd on these special events, they feel bigger than Raw and SmackDown. Uh, and especially these international shows. And the crowd was really, really special. You could tell that they really enjoyed just seeing WWE, and they didn't get to see it that often, and it was a big deal. And the uh, you could see the wrestlers and the performers overall take uh, a real moment in this. Rhea Ripley had a lot of it. I thought she had a fair match with Nia Jax, considering the circumstances, but I think it was more about the moment of, hey, this is someone we absolutely love, probably one of the most popular athletes in Australia at the moment, not beyond just WWE. She's a very, very big celebrity there. Uh, and we, we could see that traffic this weekend on sportskido.com. I was told there was a lot of people I uh, wanted to check out what was going on with her. Uh, but I thought overall, strong show. Let's talk about this Cody Rhodes, Seth freaking Rollins segment. Uh, a way to get them on the show. Uh, they challenged the bloodline. 
on the Grayson Waller effect before taking out uh, Grayson Waller in Austin Theory. Uh, and of course, Waller. this sets up something Waller. Waller. He, oh, get a drink of shoe before I get in the ring. I'm gonna, I'm gonna drink, I'm gonna drink beer out of a shoe just because it's clever. Shoey, uh, did everyone do a shoey? Did you do no. it? No, uh, I, I, oh, I would, no. I would want a clean shoe to do it with. I wouldn't want to yeah. take the shoe right off my foot. <laughs> Especially when I hear about the humidity in Australia, that when it was like a hundred degrees that weekend, doesn't seem doesn't seem too uh, like it would add some potency to the flavor of the beer that I'd be drinking. You know, uh, yeah, you think yeah. that's a show? This is a show. Um, people asking did did Rhea Ripley get injured in this match? I don't. I, did I miss that? Did, did that go over my head? Did I not catch that? No, I don't think so. I mean. It- no, she was just kind of playing up like, you know, my back hurts because she was trying to lift up Nia Jax. But I think that's mm-hmm. all I saw. I mean, it wasn't anything and, serious. And I kind of want to shout out Nia Jax, too, because Nia Jax. Tough spot. Tough spot for her to be in, but she carried her weight. You're like going against this, you know, a big hero of uh, Australia. And, mm-hmm. you know, she pl- she really leaned into the heel spot, right? Really just leaned into it, not only at like the media kickoff event, but just like leading up to this. And I think Nia, I think there's been some fans that have been a little back and forth on whether this her return has been good. And I think this showed that she's in a whole new place and she's really honed in on what she's good at. Love and being so a heel. Really, I'm really proud of what Nia Jax did. Uh, I saw the- this, the, the, the chamber elimination chamber press event. You know, everyone yeah. goes out there and does their raw, raw thing. She came out there and I thought had the best moment. Uh, and Rhea had a great, and she comes out, she's a big celebrity, right? That's probably the, but in terms of like really getting a storyline over mm-hmm. and really getting under people's skin and really being the role you're supposed to play, you are the villain, get them not to like you. She took perfect pauses. She is probably, I will say this, of the women cutting the best heel promos. Of any of the women in WWE, and I'll say this too, probably the best female bad girl promo in wrestling right now. All right, in terms of like you're you're booing her, people like Tony Storm. Tony Storm is a comedic character, and people are laughing first, and there's nothing wrong with that. She's entertaining you, but you're not booing her. You don't despise her for her villainy. All right, Nia Jax came out there and said, "I was born in Australia, but I really appreciate that my parents moved me to the United States." Yes, <laughs> simple stuff. <laughs> Simple it's stuff. That, that was such a good, simple way of saying it. And it, it like, they just booed and they hated it. And she was like, thank goodness they moved me. Like, it just was so good. And it just and, set and, it all um, up perfectly. It was, it was and, perfect. and also, look, we knew we were getting Becky and Rhea. So, so you have a tough assignment here. But the fundamentals, the keeping it simple that you see in Triple H's storyline telling and doing sticking with the plan, not diverting when it seems like it's going just a little bit south and getting away from it. You see that in the storyline telling. You see that with what Rob Fee has been doing in the creative. And you brought you bring in a player who you know can get the heat, keep the heat, people like booing them, is a big formidable force, and that's what she is. She's not like most girls. Okay, she's not like most girls. And she delivered on that part. Uh, I liked it. Other people, uh, shout out to Jack saying, shout out, love you guys. No, yeah. love you back. Uh, do you guys think Randy Orton and Logan Paul are going to face each other? Of course, Randy Orton and Logan Paul, they had big presences in the Elimination Chamber. Of course, uh, Logan Paul had fun with a Sharpie drawing on the clear plexiglass walls. I thought that was a fun little gimmick to do in the match. Uh, him and Randy Orton had some interaction. Some oh, yeah. people think that maybe uh, that that's teasing a big match for Logan Paul. And it seems like you're squaring up LA Knight 
with AJ Styles. Some people thought you were doing LA Knight and Logan Paul. What do you think of the change there? Another big radical change. We were getting a lot of teases of LA Knight and AJ Styles, but we were also getting teases of him and Logan Paul along the way. Yeah, I I mean, you could go any way with this, but I, I do see it now as AJ Styles versus LA Knight and Logan Paul and Randy Orton moving forward after Elimination Chamber. Like Emily mentioned before, Elimination Chamber is here, you know, to set up these storylines moving into WrestleMania. And I think that these are both set up clearly here now, and we're going to see something special coming out of it. I wouldn't be surprised if Logan Paul drops the title to Randy Orton and Randy becomes the United States champion. But uh, I don't know. Wouldn't it be crazy <laughs> if, 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 if Logan, oh, Emily, you and I have been to WrestleMania, so we've seen that diehard crowd, right? Yeah. And and people like we respect, I wouldn't say we respect Logan. He's still a heel. They made him a heel. He's not a but good person. Logan Paul's really, I mean, we've seen it, Kevin, live where Logan Paul's really over. Oh, he, like, he, but he gets, he's a, he's a very good wrestler. Right? He's, he's a really he's, good wrestler. Like, surprisingly, people, like, he's put in the work. And, the, yes. and those crossover celebrities don't always, it doesn't always work. But and, like, and they're not on TV as nearly as much as he is. You know, yeah. mind you, he only wrestles on pay-per-view, which is fine. Make him an attraction, have him build up to things. He's only wrestled once on television, which was just now. Like now they recently started to do that. Uh, and, and he's a little chicken shiz. And when he's out there, he, he, he delivers, right? <laughs> yeah. And so I, I think him putting him there with the most serious guy. Uh, and then you do something shocking. I say this. If, well, they you know- Logan, if they do Logan Paul and Randy Orton, Logan Paul wins this match. Well, you know, his entrances are going to be wild, right? WrestleMania, you got to go big. So there has to be something wild. Flying in on a, you know, where are we, Philadelphia? He'll fly in on a giant Philly cheesesteak. Or an eagle. (laughs) He'll fly fly in, like, you know, because he has that, like, maverick. He just puts a golden eagle on all the stuff he sells to 13-year-olds. Right? He's just going to fly in on that. Or like, oh, yeah, like, no, just a golden eagle. He'll fly in on that has that has it has bottles of prime in its talons. Exactly. No, he'll t- he'll he'll drop prime bottles down for the hundred. But then you got problems. You got problems, then Emily. People are gonna throw those bottles in the ring. We can't have that. This but is no, a Philadelphia Liz. crowd. No, Liz. this is a Philadelphia crowd. <laughs> I, Did I you know about Philly? You know about those Philly crowds, dude? This is I Philly. know about Philly, okay? Oh, <laughs> <I> know about <laughs> that accent. I'm scared, Nick. I'm scared. <laughs> this is the crowd that threw snowballs at Santa Claus, all right? Like, like this is that crowd. Uh, yeah, so uh, people saying they should have an NXT match and the winner should face Tiffany at WrestleMania. We'll see about that. I, I, I'm not opposed to some NXT people being on WrestleMania as well. Are we going to check out Raw in it? I'll be checking out Raw. I'll be following up with it. Yeah, I, I always, especially after pay-per-view, you always get something fresh. But I think we're really dialed in here about what's going on with WrestleMania. I don't think you're going to – I mean, maybe get some swerve here. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Are we officially 40 days away? We are 40 days yes. away from WrestleMania. 40 days away from WrestleMania. Uh, so uh, WrestleMania, I think, is in a good spot. I think uh, – I feel more – when you consider how much – Things were going to be oh, Rock versus Reigns, and then there's a pivoting, and then they changed, and all these different things. They never lost mo- that much momentum. Am I wrong? Like, Cody versus Reigns feels like a, a, a great match to have. Now you get to do this other match with The Rock, where you still get The Rock and WrestleMania. We're going to get a tag match night one. Is that what we're getting here? We're getting Rock and Roman. 
versus Cody and Reigns in some form. Maybe we get Rock and Solo Sokoa, so, you know, maybe Reigns doesn't have to chip his nails one night, one day early or something. I don't know. Uh, Emily, what do you think here of this whole Rock-Reigns-Cody situation night one to night two? Because I like the idea. They've never done this where they thread one night to the other. Yeah, I think it's a great idea because you're going to have audiences that are going to – you want them to tune into both nights. So having that thread where something that happens on night one could – affect night two and there's ramifications like it yes. makes it feel so much bigger and so much more important um so i'm interested to see how they weave that through what they what they kind of decide uh you know wh- what happens when um what matches are on on night one and night two but i think i think night two will be uh, a, a big determining factor on you know who will be i think there'll be some new champions on night two and it's gonna you know all come down to what happens on night one absolutely uh nick your take on this because you're gonna have some people working double duty looks like they're definitely gonna have cody do that and it's kind of risky kind of risky you don't want you don't want your uh your blockbuster baby face getting boo-booed up on night one and you can't go okay. night two I think they work it in a way to where, you know, it's safe enough to where they get tonight too, but yeah. they still put on a great match and whatnot. But um, I like it. I, I love this. You know, like Emily said, you, you want people to watch both nights and to have a storyline intertwined in both nights. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. It's 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 perfect. I, I, I love, love it. I love I love that word. In- intertwined. Intertwined. Uh, speaking of intertwined, uh, Nick, I have to ask you a question. Are yes. you a crybaby? You know, uh, <laughs> I am not a crybaby, actually. Um, people, if, I'm not a Cody crybaby. I, who's, a crybaby? I, who's a crybaby in the chat? I want to know. Uh, uh, who's the crybaby in the chat? I enjoyed that one. Cody just kind of took that whole thing. But the next time that he did this at, at Elimination Chamber, he asked the crowd if they're crybabies. And they're like, yeah. yeah <laughs> I know. Yeah. It's like, uh, oh, it, and also, he kind of did this, like, uh, like, like, he, he was really, he was really like kind of pissanty with the way he treated The Rock's like entire catalog of catchphrases. Oh, you're gonna call me Rudy Poo Poo? <laughs> like, 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 it was very like, like oh, we're gonna oh, fire. <laughs> oh, here comes The Rock. He's gonna, he's gonna say the stuff he did in 1998. <laughs> like, it was very like, oh, like it was very like, man, like that, if he does that in front of The Rock. Uh, the reactions to it are going to be uh, like guaranteed. He's the rocks going to come out. There, he's going to try and play the hits on yeah. um, Cody, oh, and then Cody's going to cut him off and use all of his lines on him. And Rock going nuts and selling as this Rock in 2024, who's just basically trying to be himself from 25 years ago, is <laughs> genuinely going to be really entertaining. And, oh. and so I look forward to that. I look forward to. What they can do, just the talking segments before they even get to the match, right? Yeah. I mean, the best way is to, like, use your past and, like, all of that stuff. Like you said, those those catchphrases that everyone knows, use those as uh, as, as uh, ammunition a little bit. Turn it on the other person, just like we saw Grayson Waller do it at Elimination Chamber, like, do in his uh, in his, the Waller effect. Like, you saw all of that kind of come to a head. It's like, you got to use all that stuff. Cause that's the juicy stuff. That's the stuff that goes online on, on X.com and you're putting it all over because that's, that's the juicy, the juicy insults are really uh, what get people going. Oh, no. I saw someone tweet uh, during elimination chamber, Grace, Roman Reigns is such a part-timer. 
he has to have people fill in for him on the show who aren't even in his family anymore. And I was just like, oh my God, that's kind of brutal. It's the hey. truth. Uh, shout out to people in chat. Uh, Safaria, who is saying saludos. They said it from Colombia. Thank you so much. Love hearing from you. Uh, Juan already has his tickets to Raw after WrestleMania. I feel like awesome. That's pretty sweet. 40 days away. Uh, something that is a little bit closer, and by the way, seems very overshadowed by everything going on in WWE, is this other company. Emily, have you heard of All Elite Wrestling? I believe they're still in the picture. Yeah. Uh, I know. I, I, know. <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm being really mean. Uh, they have a big show uh, that sold 13,000 tickets, by the way, so good on them. Uh, and it's sold on the name of one man, the Icon Sting. Nick, uh, they're doing his final match. He will tag oh, yeah. team with Darby Allen, who's been tag teaming now for the past three, four years with, uh, to close out his career and what is being advertised as his final match. His final match will defend the AEW World Tag Team titles against those dastardly young bucks, Matthew and Nicholas, going by their full proper names. Uh, the build of this has been all over the place. It's been mm-hmm. all over the place, but they had him do a very serious promo. They had problems this week at Dynamite. His father passed away. There was injuries across the board. Every minute came out after Dynamite made me understand why I was watching Dynamite and be like, what is going on? Like, you guys are a week out. You guys are like four or five days out from a pay-per-view this weekend. I was like, and you're going to do a pre-tape with Sting. You don't have Sting in the ring. You should have Sting in the ring. Why is it? And then everything kind of came out and made more sense. But it's been a rough go of him with this whole Sting angle, which is the selling point of the pay-per-view on Saturday. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, I, I feel for Sting, first of all, you know, condolences to him and his family and whatnot. Yeah. But um, it, it's – I. It does make sense now, like you said, because I was kind of like, what the heck is going on right now? Like, like we need to get Sting in here. His big match is very, very close, and they're not doing much for it. And I think we touched on this a prior week. You know, I, I have had friends who didn't even know that Sting's final match was coming up. And um, and I was like, it's oh, starting yeah. Starting to have that TNA effect. <laughs> yeah. Remember this, Emily? Like 10, 15 years ago, big people from WWE would go over to TNA – and then some people would run into him in airport and say, hey, are you still wrestling? Nick Foley said this. He's like, yeah, I'm on TV every week. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a TV wrestling. You know what I mean? I'm like, I don't like where that's going. I mean, that doesn't make me think things are going in the right direction, though. You know? But still, he sold 13,000 tickets on this. Yeah. In North Carolina, where he's been a big name forever. That's the heart of Jim Crockett country. Uh, Emily, your take on this whole thing. What do you think? I mean, I think I think – I have mixed reactions to the build because I feel like you don't necessarily need one, right? It speaks to itself, right? Yeah. You know that people are going to go, you know, people are going to, you know, like you said, it's, it's uh, in a, in a place that means a lot to him. Um, so mm-hmm. it's, it's one of those things that like, yes, they could build this whole thing, but I feel like it speaks to itself. And I think it's going to be an emotional, um, obviously emotional moment. You know, he obviously has also has some personal, personal, um, like we said, personal stuff going on. And so um, I feel like it just shows that, you know, people have things outside of wrestling and sometimes things are a little bit bigger than what's happening in wrestling. And so maybe there was like, Uh, underlying circumstances that the build wasn't as big, you know, Um, I think we should consider that too. Um, But I think, you know, it's, it's this weekend, right? Is that? Yeah. 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 Snuck snuck up on you. It's snuck up. I know. I was like, is it March? How is it March by the way? Almost. (laughs) It's almost March. It is almost March here. Uh, I'll shout out this. Don't do that. Uh, yeah. in, the, in the in the comments no i'm not saying don't you do that i'm reading oh. a comment here from uh, oh, somebody in the chat don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
<laughs> I was confused too. I was like, wait, what? I was like, what, Kevin? What am I doing? <laughs> No, I'm not. I'm trying to read this comment here from see, I'm putting it on the screen so we can wedge our way in here uh, from uh, don't do that. He's in South Philly. Uh, I'm going to everything 100 lol, uh, five, six, seven, eight at the link. All right. That's where they're having it. And the Wells, uh, Wells Fargo, great arena, great show. Oh, I, I like and stuff. Thank you so much. Don't do that. I appreciate that. Do that by liking and subscribing. A uh, lot of content on the sports key YouTube channel. I just did a video about how streaming has changed how we watch wrestling, how streaming overall, the evolution of how wrestling has been broadcasted throughout the decades. Uh, and, and he's like, don't do that is my nickname. Says, don't do that. All right. Yeah. DDT. Yeah. That's what I'm gonna call you when you're when you're in this chat. You're DDT. <laughs> there you go. Keep it wrestling, baby. Uh, but back on the topic of AEW Revolution and just AEW in general. Am I wrong? Like this show is gonna be successful. It's gonna be a really hot ticket item in Greensboro, in North Carolina. People that grew up with Sting. But we, you already, you said it, Nick. You're hitting on the topic here. We have a show that's not cracking a million viewers and overnight uh, viewership. Mind you, the rating scale is, is very off. It was an honest rating scale. They'd probably be doing two million. But the, the Nielsen scale is what you have to play with, right? Uh, you have them still waiting for a TV deal, okay? And they haven't announced a TV deal. That worries me here. Uh, Emily, you work in the media business. We're almost at the end of quarter one, all right? And this thing called the upfronts is coming up where TV networks and media outlets do their upfronts where they sell about 75% of their ads for the year to potential advertisers. And the closer we get to those upfronts, which are not that far away, okay, they always happen in the spring, that's when they kind of tell you, here's what we're going to have for the next year. Outside of incendiaries, going to be a lot of sports-heavy stuff. We're still waiting to see what happens with the NBA contract. So I bring up the media stuff here because we're going into this this weekend here where they're going to be doing a pay-per-view on traditional pay-per-view prices. It's not on a streaming service. Fans want it on a streaming service. They want AEW to catch up with WWE. They're in some tough positions here. And then you have all these injuries and all these different things and you have these booking snafus. It just seems like there's just one thing after another, right, Nick? Yeah, it's it's a lot. And... I, I don't. I honestly don't know what they're going to do right now. Uh, there, there's a lot up in the air, but I've, I've, if we're going to talk about this thing thing, you know, I, I think they could have done a much better job of promoting this thing thing. Um, it doesn't. I mean, the match was really cool a couple of weeks yeah. ago when they won the tag belts and they did that angle. But everything's been downhill from there. That awful yeah. promo with Darby that made no sense, and they're trying to rectify it. And then you have the awful circumstances. Now you're bringing in Ric Flair, and Ric Flair is going to turn up. I knew there was going to yeah. be a bunch of Gaga on this, right, Emily? But it's are they are they going Lady? Are they going full bone Lady Gaga? <laughs> this is the bad. I, I I see. So like from my perspective, I really want to know. Uh, I want to hear a little bit more from Darby Allen too. Like as someone that. Oh. Been like a tag team partner over the years, mm-hmm. like that's a that's a big partnership. Like, what's next for Darby Allen? Like, what where's that journey going? And I, I'm interested to see how they handle that this weekend. Mm-hmm. Like, how are they going to address it? And you know, I feel like you're never really done. Like we've seen that with Ric Flair. We, you never really are done with wrestling. So mm-hmm. that's what I'm also intrigued about. Is is there going to be something a little bit different after? Sting's last matches or something that will be a little bit glimmer of hope that something different or new will happen. And, and maybe there's and Blair was supposed to be a big part of this entire like yeah. storyline. Yeah. 
And they get, they, he, he just he just popped back up, and we haven't seen him for over a month, you know? So <laughs> the whole thing has just been, they announced it in, like, what, December? Like, that, that this was going to happen? And they've had a lot of time to get to this. Yeah. Uh, and and, it, and on paper, saying he's going to have his last match with the Young Bucks, I'm not opposed to it. No. You know? But you have to do not. a character change with the Young Bucks, which is still something that's in focus. And I don't know if everyone's, like, buying them as world-beating heels. Uh, you had them basically retcon the entire rankings thing again and say that we're just – we're number one. We're naming ourselves the number one tag. <laughs> yeah. So they've done all these uh, different things that make them genuinely heels. Yeah. But yeah, now it's kind of like, why did you – you bloody Sting's children. You know what I mean? You beat up his grown adult sons. <laughs> Mentioned nothing about it. <laughs> right. Right. Like, oh, by the way, I'm going to hold up a picture. <laughs> like, like, it was, it was, <laughs> nice. Like, if, if everything in the storyline was when they announced it and this week, I'd be like, okay, cool. But yeah. everything in between when they announced it and this week was, nah, I don't want to say dog shit because they did some great stuff. <laughs> but, it was, but it was definitely like, ah, it's just aggravating. Uh, let's talk about this situation, though, with another big match. Uh, we have Timeless Tony Storm. She's going to take on Deanna Perrazzo. I think Timeless is keeping the belt. I don't think that's changing. Um, no. Orange Cassidy versus Roderick Strong in a singles match after after Orange Cassidy beat Roderick Strong's goon buddy, Matt Taven, in a Texas death match. You think you would have a Texas death match on pay-per-view where you're bleeding pockets, <laughs> but no, they did it on free television. Why? I don't know. And didn't advertise. <laughs> Hey. And then I turned it on and I didn't know about this <laughs> until I'd already left the house. Oh my. No, maybe maybe they advertised it before. Maybe it was out there. All right. But I didn't spend my whole day on Twitter waiting to see who Tony Khan's in a fight with today. I just want to <laughs> know what issues are happening. Oh Nick, I think we lost Kevin. No, he's here. He's here. I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> it's it's Kevin. God. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Okay, take a mad. breath, Cap. Take a breath. No, Orange Cathy is going to be Roderick Strong, or Roderick Strong is going to be him. But here's the thing I'm supposed to care. These men, blood buckets, they haven't made me care, Emily. Samoa Joe takes on Hangman Page and Adam were uh, Adam Hang- Hang- getting seen any of them so goddamn mad. Um, Three way match for the AEW World Title. Samoa Joe defense. He eviscerated Hangman Page and uh, and Swerve Strickland on the microphone this week. But uh, Hangman uh, has some type of injury in the match this week. It was an ankle. Then it comes out that it was not an ankle. It's not an issue. He made a personal problem that may keep him from doing the match. So yet again, another thing on the show affected by outside circumstances. Yeah, it's weird. You know, Emily, what what do you think of the rest of the show? Is there anything super appealing on the show, or is this a one match card? You get to see Sting have his final match. I don't know. I, the thing is, I've been to many AEW shows, and you might not be excited by the card going in, but I but think they deliver the night up. They yeah, they've, they've, they've done that a handful of times. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I, you know, I I think they're still again they're they're five years old, right? At this point, yeah. So they're still figuring it out and they, you know, they're getting some new backstage people to help out. So maybe we'll, we're, you know, 
this the, the next quarter <laughs> will be different. Who knows? <laughs> uh, yeah, let's let's cover that. Nick, did you see this news? Jen Pepperman, she was one of the uh, chief writers of WWE. Mm-hmm. Uh, she mainly handled the women's division for the past year. She's been with WWE for over five years. Was with them through the whole pandemic. Uh, when they made a lot of changes to the creative department, she stayed within that uh, and was with them with the revisions when Bischoff was there, and then Bischoff was out, and then Tibor in, and she stayed through it. And there's a lot of women that work with her reportedly mercedes monet is a big fan of her we're expecting mercedes monet to pop up uh next week on dynamite mm-hmm. uh so so that's supposed to be a big thing in boston and of course bringing in peppermint's a big deal what do you think of this this is something they need they, the storyline oh. consistencies are all over the place it doesn't like they don't connect the dots enough or dial in them in am i wrong uh you're right i you know i i think this is huge for aew and you know, not only the women's division, but the whole company as, in general. But, you know, they've I think AEW has needed a stronger women's division presence. I, I think it's great what they have going on right now, but they could get a lot better. And um, and, and I think this move right here is going to set the tone for the company moving yeah. forward. And, I, and you, you know, it was the perfect move for this company right here. Yeah, it, I in mean- my eyes. Yeah, I think it's a great it's a great move. I think um I mean from multiple perspectives, I think not only do they need kind of a, a kind of strategy, like creative strategy moving forward, they need to have a plan, they need to know like a year out where the, where they're going, right? Like you got to plan yeah. A year of television um obviously injuries happen and things change but you have to know your just like in any movie or film or, or tv show you need to know your story arc and so um uh, i'm so excited to see mm-hmm. a woman kind of spearhead this and be yes. uh, in charge of the women's division and hopefully expand into further duties but yeah. this is definitely something they need and i'm i'm excited to have uh someone come in um you know, a, a female writer and producer, you know, be a part of it. I think we need more people like that backstage. So I'm all yeah. for it. I agree. Uh, I, I definitely think you bring in someone who's just an Emmy winning soap opera writer and soap operas have so much more correlation to wrestling than people understand. It's a man oriented oh, yeah. oh, soap yeah. opera. I have no problem. Uh, uh, people tell me, oh, you're just watching your stories. You're watching your <laughs> wrestling is your soap opera. I, I had an ex, I had an ex girlfriend surprise uh, say that wrestling is just like soap operas. I was like, yeah, yep. it is. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I will confirm. Just there's like less, you know, there's I, less making out. I will say that there's just less <laughs> less smooching. Depending on the era, um, yeah. we need more evil twins. That's what we need. We need, we need evil more twin evil girl. twins that like come back from like a brain injury and then like they come back and they <laughs> like no, I'm no, really an actor but with a smock <laughs> or a goatee. He would always have a goatee. He would, a goatee. That's like, you would know. This is a different color hair, and you're like that's the same person. <laughs> <laughs> tomorrow at 11 a.m we'll have more I, yeah. I would watch soap operas with my grandmother and she would be like i'm gonna go walk, well, let's go watch our stories yep and so yeah i, I love it i'm a huge soap opera fan <laughs> uh robert dinkins uh giving us the stinkins in the chat saying revolution will be better than elimination chamber do you think oh. it's a possibility i think it's a possibility yeah so it could it could happen it can happen yeah I'm not going to get the wall. You got to deliver. You yeah. know, this show is also going to have Takeshka versus Will Ospreay, a match of two guys that are in the same faction. That was the way that was presented. Made me roll my eyes this week <laughs> where it was like, ah, well, there's no one worthy of fighting him. So we're, we're, we're both, we're all going to win no matter what we're all going to win. 
no, Will Ospreay is going to leave the Don Callis family. That's that's a thing. Yeah. So I don't know, but that's not predictable. That's fine. Uh, another big match. I think this is the one that will really steal the show. I think the moment you're tuning in for it is Sting's last match, and you get all the Gaga of that and hold some big triumphant send off. Uh, win or lose. By the way, I do think he'll lose. I think Sting will lose. Yeah. Uh, because I think he's that type of guy. But another big match is a singles match for the Triple Crown of the AEW Continental Championship, the Ring of Honor World Championship, the New Japan Strong Championship, the Thumb Wrestling Championship of AEW. Of <laughs> Eddie Kingston versus Brian Danielson. This is the one that steals the show. I think this is the best dialed-in storyline, by the way, too, in terms of just... Uh, Brian Anderson beating up all of Eddie Kingston's favorite wrestlers from Japan. Fly over here. I'll kick their heads in, and then I'm going to beat your ass, too. Like, it was it's fairly simple. It's very AEW. It's very much what Brian Dan. Brian Danielson's a big old mark for New Japan stuff, too. Uh, so I, I really enjoyed this one. I do think this is the one, though, where I got to say this. Brian Danielson in these big pay-per-view matches takes too many pinfalls. He lost, he put MJF over, he's put a lot of people over, and then he reminds you that he's Brian Danielson, and then he built to a big match, and then he loses. And you know, it's kind of been the pattern. Am I wrong, Nick? Like, I think it's time for Brian Danielson to win a title. Yeah, he's, he's got to get the W this weekend. I, I, I think it's happening. It's It's got to happen, you know. Um, it's Just like you said, he's been taking, putting too many people over. He's he's done a great job at that, but now Especially it's time to get some shine, right? Emily, mean, like, yeah. it seems like in pay per view matches, he's he lost the Jericho in one. I mean, yeah, he lost the Jericho in one. He didn't need to lose the Jericho in one. And like ever since he's been to AEW, that's my only gripe is they make him feel like a big star when he's out there, and he, he gets a lot of time for his matches. He's also on creative, so that helps, right? So, so, so there, there, there's that, right? But he always feels like a big deal. And then I, uh, if you want him to be the big daddy he's supposed to be. I say, come on. Eddie Kingston can take it. Eddie can take it. You know? Yeah. Sorry. Sorry, partner. Sorry. Me, Eddie's going to find me and give me one. He's going to give me a spinning back fist the next time I see him at a wrestling No. I, I'm torn, Kevin, because I'm a huge fan of them both, but I also have a really soft spot for Eddie Kingston. Yes. So I, I, I don't know. I want, I, I don't know. I, you could say it. it's all good. <laughs> say it, Emily. <laughs> Turn I'm on your friend. Just to lose to that. Turn can... on your friend, Emily. <laughs> <laughs> I love the drama. I know, right? I just, I, yeah, uh, I, do, I don't want to see any of my uh, New Japan folks uh, having a tough time. So. Oh, no, that's right. You, you, oh, here we are. Here's where it's exposed. Let it be known for the record. We're here with broadcast journalist from New Japan strong, Emily May. Uh, Emily and I are going to be uh, working the Windy City Riot coming up here in April. I am. I will fun. be in your. I will be in your city. Yes. Windy City. So, yes, I will be there. Yes. I, I. I won't. I won't. I. If you get in a couple days before, we'll do the deep dish thing. You can't do deep dish day of because I can't uh, have you walking around with uh, a bowl of cheese in you. Oh no, I can't. I got to do it a few days before or yes. after. After day, TV. day you land. Day you land because you can sleep on. Okay, that's, that's cool. what you yes. do. and I'll trust uh, you, Kevin, to point yes. me in the right direction. <laughs> yes, I will. Uh, that's coming up the week after WrestleMania. You and I will also be in Philadelphia. So we're going to have a lot of content coming at you, and there's a lot of wrestling content in general. So for the people that are this diehard with us, 
here's what you do. Turn those notifications on. So if you're watching on YouTube, wherever you're watching, make sure you turn your notifications on so you know when we go live. Because I know a lot of stuff can get lost in the filter. Also, if you watch some of this live, you don't watch all of it, you can go back and watch it on demand. It really, really helps us out. Get into the comments, even if you're watching on demand. Uh, and check out the channel, Sports Keto Wrestling. Whole bunch of new stuff on there. We deep dive into the history of broadcasting wrestling. We have a deep dig into what can happen with Rock and Reigns together. All right? We have a bunch of shorts that Nicholas's voice there. Ellie, I know you're all over uh, the uh, Instagram reels for us, us human beings being on the Sports Keto Wrestling Instagram <laughs> reel. Uh, so give us a follow on all those different things here. Uh, so we'll we'll go into this. We'll get into all these different stories as they develop. I know there's some that are developing over the time, but waiting for some more details on that. Tonight after Monette Raw on the Wrestle Binge channel by Sports Keto. We'll have Vince Russo, bro. Uh, we'll also have a fresh episode with Dutch Mantel talking about the Latest developments in the entire unfortunate evolving situation involving Vince McMahon in the WWE. He has a lot of insight on that. That will be coming up. So look for those. Those will be dropping out there. And also, if you're just an audio person, we have our podcast feed where all this is available. So subscribe, find Sports Kid wherever you want us. We're there. All right. We're on multiple different platforms with all the different content. Um, so thank you guys so much for watching 48 minutes of three people. Oh, yeah. Screaming their opinions about wrestling. Or rather, I was screaming and then trying to get everyone else to scream. So there we go. Uh, Emily, if they want to follow you on all, all the different apps, where do they go? Yeah. Uh, you can follow me on all social platforms at Emily May Heller. Mm-hmm. Nicholas? Awesome. You can find me on Twitter at nharkson24. That is at N-H-A-R-K-S-E-N-2-4. Good follow oh, for sports. I forgot, Kevin. And I'm officially on cameo so oh. i know that i have a smiley face most of the time but my favorite things to do are heel promos so if you want an official are you cutting heel promos yes i am <laughs> if you want an official emily may heel promo find me on cameo it's the now, same i don't i don't know what your going rate is okay i'm going to speak carney wrestling with you okay <laughs> but maybe if i was just to give you a solo frame on screen here and I'm demanding that you turn on your friends. So you're not going to give me one? You're not going to cut one for me right here? What's funny, Kevin? you got to go sell some goddamn cameos here, Emily. I'm giving you an opportunity. It's ridiculous. Why am I cutting a promo on you? <laughs> I'm, I'm Why are you cutting a promo on me? I'm going to cut a promo on you. Kevin, buy my cameo. Buy my cameo. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, but check out the cameo for sure. Uh, and yes, all, all the different talk. We'll get into the comments. I know some people are popping off here. Uh, I'm Kev Calm. I'm super busy. I'm beginning the Rose Battle Chicago tournament this week. Uh, we're going to have five consecutive weeks of shows starting this week at Lincoln Lodge in Chicago. And then we'll have four consecutive shows at Zany's, the world famous Zany's Comedy Club. You can go to RoseBattleChicago.com for tickets and all the information. We have a bunch of free shows, by the way. If you're never going to be in Chicago, we have a bunch of free shows on our YouTube channel. Just search Rose Battle Chicago. It's very R-rated. Don't watch it when your mom's around. Um, so there you go. I, I've given you the heads up. So much going on. WrestleMania, we're going to scream our opinions at the moon. But when we do, please remember, whether you're ordering a cameo or wearing a bull's hat and being nice and patient for me to stop yelling, please enjoy wrestling.